Money FM 89.3, best of prime time. Money FM 89.3, welcome to Sustainable Singapore with me, Rianne Lovell Boland. This is where we take a closer look at companies trying to tackle the issues surrounding climate change. The Livability Challenge, presented by the Tomasek Foundation and organised by EcoBusiness, just wrapped up its latest hunt to find solutions to urban challenges of the 21st century in cities in the tropics. Sea Change swept the grand prize of one million Singapore dollars in funding for its technology that converts dissolved CO2 in seawater into stable solid carbonates, which can be used to make construction materials such as cement and concrete. Well, joining me on the line to share more about it is Kamli Tran, Chief Operating Officer of Sea Change. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for the invitation. Well, first off, congratulations on winning the Livability Challenge. What was the process like pitching your technology? You know, I would say any kind of pitch competition can be pretty daunting, but, you know, the team at the Livability Challenge really made it much more approachable and manageable and you know we had a lot of guidance and feedback from the organizers and reviewers so it really helped all teams at the final round pitch the best presentation that they could. And how did you first hear about the livability challenge because you're based out in California in the U.S.? That's correct so we actually have a colleague who introduced us to the Temasek Foundation and then also connected us to Singapore's Public Utilities Board. And just through conversations with the PUB technical team, we felt that it would be well aligned for a technology like Sea Change to conduct a demonstration along the coast in Southeast Asia. And so the timing of the competition worked out really well. Absolutely. Very well timed. All right. So I just want to go back a bit. So when was the idea first born to convert dissolved CO2 in seawater into stable solid carbonates? I mean, what's Sea Change's journey been up until this point? Sure. So the foundational research for Sea Change originated in the Institute for Carbon Management at the University of California, Los Angeles. And I would say maybe about Three years ago, the idea was just beginning to get polished. And I would say where we are now, we have a working benchtop system that processes synthetic ocean water to form these solid carbonates. And what we're hoping to do is scale that up and actually demonstrate using real ocean water. Right. Well, I mean, just in layman's terms, can you actually explain further about the technology and how carbon capture works? Sure. So if if you think about the oceans, the oceans naturally absorb CO2 from the atmosphere. And in fact, the CO2 concentration in the ocean's water is 150 times more concentrated than in the air. And so what our thought was, if you could use ocean water as a resource which has dissolved CO2, It also has divalent ions, such as calcium or magnesium. And if you perform some chemistry to create the right conditions, you can actually convert that CO2 that's dissolved in water into a solid carbonate. And by using that CO2, you allow more CO2 in the atmosphere to re-dissolve in the water. 
So you can imagine it's kind of like a cycle where you remove CO2 from the water and you absorb more CO2 from the atmosphere and you keep drawing down and removing large scale CO2 from the atmosphere. Wow, it sounds fascinating. I mean, and how is your technology different to other carbon capture companies? So I would say there's a lot of different carbon management solutions out there. And what the challenges we often find have to deal with economics and scale. So for example, uh, geological sequestration, they lack the infrastructure right now to possibly prevent long-term leakage. It's really expensive to have long-term monitoring. Similarly with, say, a carbon utilization, you often need a pure stream of CO2. And in terms of scales, we just can't produce chemicals or fuels at the volumes needed and at the price point that would be competitive. So I would say sea change kind of fills that gap where we can actually have baseline costs be reduced by some of our co-products that we produce and that we can sell. And we can start to really remove these larger tons of CO2. And I touched on this a little bit in the introduction, that the carbon which is captured can also be used as carbon credits. Uh, Could you explain this a little bit more about how you aim to use the carbon which is captured? Sure. And so with our process, the CO2 dissolved in the water is transformed into a solid carbonate, or you can think of it much like a crushed seashell. So that material is durable. It has stored the CO2 for tens of thousands of years. So if you wanted to, you could just redeposit that material back into the ocean without any environmental changes or effects. Or you can use it for land restoration, so man-made islands. Or like you mentioned earlier, you could use it in the mixture for concrete. Some of the other byproducts that form in this process include a softened water, which essentially is the water with the ions removed. So oftentimes with desalination plants, you use this softened water as a feedstock, and that will reduce downstream costs for a desalination plant. So that's of interest to them. And you also can produce a hydrogen, which is a clean fuel. And again, if you can sell hydrogen, softened water, or the solid carbonates, you really start to have the economics become favorable. Yeah, and you can definitely see how Singapore would see this as a great benefit because, you know, we also have many desalination plants and also are well known for land reclamation as well. Now moving on to how you will be spending the $1 million prize. I know you said that you want to scale up. Will that be a big boost for you? Oh, absolutely. So we're planning to use the earnings to build a first-of-a-kind working pilot system in Singapore, which we hope to remove at first 50 kilograms of CO2 a day. And we'll operate in Singapore with real ocean water. And it's kind of our demonstration pilot plants. So we hope to get some good results. So, I mean, you touched on that uh, a little bit, how you'll be implementing the technology here in Singapore. But what are your future plans? Will you be aiming to work with governments around the world? Yeah, we hope to, if successful in Singapore, we hope to 
kind of improve efficiencies and processes by our learnings that we gain from our Singapore experience and then really expand to other regions and other countries using the same technology. And, you know, in the future, if we can have multiple plants using tons of CO2 in the water, you can start to remove on the gigaton scale, which is required to meet our climate goals and reduce our temperature rise, you know, by 1.5 degrees. So I think our hope is to succeed in Singapore, which would mean we could then really expand and increase our global reach with this technology. Yeah. And you mentioned that your aim is to achieve a gigaton removal of carbon. What actually needs to be done to get to this point? I mean, thinking about processes to get there. Yeah. I mean, it's really about scale. And so as we increase the scale of our system, we can process more water, which means we can process more CO2. Um, And then if you can expand the amount of plants, active plants that you have working, you can really start to um, get those numbers up to the gigaton, which is really kind of what we need to combat climate change in the most immediate way. Yes, absolutely. Well, I've been speaking with Kamli Tran, Chief Operating Officer at Sea Change. Thank you so much for joining me. And once again, massive congratulations on winning the Livability Challenge. Thank you so much. This has been great. I'm Rianne Lovell Boland. This is Money FM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SBH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.